Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. It's so good to be with you today. I want to give a special shout out to one of my best friends, Daryl Baez. He really sparked this podcast that you're about to hear. And as we were engaging before the Lord together, and he was sharing some things with me that God was putting in his heart. And it's a, such a simple truth, but I really felt to do a podcast about it. And so let me just go into it that Yahweh wants to be number one. Now, I know that sounds so simple, and every one of us, especially if you're listening to my podcast, you must be one of those that are deeply seeking after the Father and the things of the kingdom and the mysteries and the secrets. So you're automatically going to say, hey, you know, I can see hiding right now. Hey, Yahweh is number one in my life, right? And it's true. Yahweh is number one in your life. But I saw the Lord, this was before my conversation with him and I was sitting actually in the living room listening to worship music and the Lord caught me up into the heavens and it was like I was in the top of the ceiling and while I was there I was before the throne of Yahweh and he was showing me the fullness of what I am inside of him. And the reason I am that way or you are that way or any of us is that way is automatically because of the blood covenant of Yeshua. Of course we know this. But then it goes to not perspective, though we do talk about perspective a lot, and that will help you grow and develop and move and live and change. But it's something deeper than perspective. Yeshua, Yahweh, the Most High God, or Kadesh, Holy Ghost, being number one, must be that he's number one above everything. So the further you go with Yahweh, the more that he wants you to have him as number one, meaning I don't mean his will number one, like, oh, God, your will be done in my life. You're number one. Or, you know, I want to see all the world get saved and all the other things that's in our heart. These are great things. But number one, meaning that you are number one, your will's number one, your ideas, your concept, your perspective, the fullness of the collective consciousness of Yahweh, Yeshua, the Holy Ghost, all in one inside of my brain, inside of my spirit, that high place, that tabernacle, that place of positioning is the highest in my life above all. Every one of my needs, wants, desires, thoughts, will, feelings, even passions. He must be number one. Meaning that if you're going through something, he must still be number one above what you're going through. You can't be so focused on what you're going through, which is hard. I'm going to tell you right now, someone step on your toe, you're going to feel it and you're going to be feeling that pain. It's going to be number one in your life for a moment. But even though there's things going on in your life or even victories, I I find for most people, victories can distract you from God being number one than problems because problems will make you cry out to God victories will make you feel like you're doing everything right in God but he still wants to be Lord over the harvest meaning 
I'm Lord over the plenty. I'm Lord over the provision. I'm Lord over your kingship. I'm Lord over your desires. And sometimes he'll give you desires, bring it all the way up to your doorstep, and then don't give you full fulfillment in that desire and be like, okay, but I'm still God. I'm still Lord over that circumstance or situation in your life, though you may not have acquired everything you thought you wanted to at this time. I'm God. Will you trust me? Well, I'd be number one. Will you worship me? Well, you know, I wanted to make this big deal. The big deal didn't come through. Will you honor him? I wanted this. Well, will you honor him? See, being number one in your life is positional more than it is, oh God, you're number one. Because we're humans. We'll rejoice when we're happy and we'll cry when we're sad. That's just life. But Yahweh being number one in our life is more than just the beginning. Now, the beginning is the most important. You must receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. That right there automatically takes you out of the natural realm and the natural judgment of the natural judgments and brings you into eternal life, Zoe life. And therefore, now you have eternal judgments, which is light and life and love by the blood covenant of Yeshua. And therefore, you are no longer under condemnation, guilt and shame, but you are under the light of God. You are under the judgment of God, which is to life. The judgment is not negative. So you see, you are in another arena of your life you now are allowing Yahweh to be number one Yeshua to be number one I mean number one when things don't go your way you still call upon him and trust in him you still get before your face before him and decree his word when it doesn't look like it's his word. And that's sometimes one of the hardest things to do is to be decreeing his word. And soon and it's like you keep decreeing, you keep decreeing, you keep decreeing and it don't happen yet. So sometimes you can get weary and well doing. And now it's like, oh, yeah, you say it, but you don't really have much in it. You have hope and not that I'm against hope. I think everyone needs a little hope, but hope don't float. You got to move into knowing. And knowing comes from a position of the apartment. I'm telling you, there's something you always been teaching me about position. I was, like I said, I was over here praying and the music was going and Yahweh brought me up into the throne of God and set me in my position before him, which is through Jesus Christ. It's not to do with Craig, though I am great. Now, don't take that the wrong way because so are you. Jesus did not redeem me into lesser than greatness. And he redeemed me out of greatness just I was under the law of sin and death. You came out of the loins of God. You had to be great. You couldn't be less than less than great. Now, the church teaches us something total opposite of that. And that's why we can't fully function with Yahweh, because we come from the attitude that we're lesser than God. And therefore, we act lesser than God and we wind up lesser than God. And we live our life lesser than all the things that we had in our heart. Don't you know why all those things were put in your heart? Because God's calling the deep to the deep to do all the things that God has for you to do. Because he birthed it in you before you ever got here. And that's why you must recognize that you're great, not in arrogance and pride, but you're great seated in Christ Yeshua because he created you as great. Why? Because he said, I made man and you were good. That's not like a C plus on an exam. That's like an A plus, 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 plus. <laughs> like beyond. If God says it's good, that, that's, 
that's way beyond what you think in the human realm. So this is why we, we must, we must be apprehended by that which we're apprehended and be like, okay, Yahweh, you know what? I didn't get that thing I wanted. I still honor you. Maybe he gave you a promise of something and it never came to pass. You know what, Yahweh, I still honor you. You're still number one. One thing Daryl said, he said, you know, Yahweh said to tell you this, I love you and that I'll never leave you or forsake you. And think about that. Yahweh says to you right now, I love you. And no matter what you go through, I will never leave you or forsake you. I so much encourage you to listen to yesterday's podcast about the Our Father prayer and the gateway of going into the heavens with it. So you can see the fullness of who you are in Christ Yeshua. Because Yahweh is with you. And he's just calling out to you to say, hey, life ain't fair sometimes, but I want to be your number one. Finances ain't fair sometimes, but I want to be your number one. Other people are getting promises and you're not. I still want to be your number one. Or maybe you're excelling above everything. You've, the whole world's wrapped around your pinky. He says, I still want to be number one. Will it be for my glory or will it be for your story? He's looking for it to be for his glory within your story. He loves your story because he loves you. Yahweh wants to be in the depths of all of your soul, your body, your mind, and your spirit, number one. Father, I thank you that you are number one. I thank you that you're reminding us of this today. Because I will tell you right now, if you ask me, Yahweh's number one. Anyone that knows me will tell you, Yahweh's number one in my life. But hey, if Yahweh wants to remind me of that, then I want to go deep into my heart and say, okay, God, show me the areas of my life that I have been mastering it and I have been, you know, controlling it and I've been steering that ship with you as a co-pilot instead of you as the pilot, number one. Because sometimes we do that in our faith. We just be moving along. The Lord's blessing us. Things are going good. And really, God's nothing but a co-pilot helping you ride the wave that you want to ride. But he may have something totally deeper or different for you. Or this may be exactly what he has for you. But he wants to be the pilot. He don't want to be a co-pilot. Though he'll put up with being a co-pilot because that's how much he loves you. Like I told you, he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you but I long to be your number one that I can exalt you in our oneness together. That's the reason when he becomes our number one, John 17 begins to happen where I'm in him and he's in me. We sit in the father. The father sits in us. I sit in Yeshua. Yeshua sits in me. Me and Yeshua and the father becomes one. We become the greatness of the collective consciousness of Elohim himself, the living gods. Yeshua, Yahweh, Urak Kadesh, and you. Well, once again, this is Sagimabe. I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. We are one. That's us. Shalom.